Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 88.9 The Bridge, a uh, show that we talk about what's on the screen and what's behind it. My name is Quinn Haba. And I'm Andrew Housen. And we uh, we both watched a movie recently called The Sixth Sense uh, with uh, wonderful actor Bruce Willis, uh, which is a movie about a child psychiatrist who learns something very cool in an hour and 30 minutes. And believe it or not, we actually watched the movie on a screen. Yes. Yes, we did. We did not watch it on a, on a box. What no. else would we have watched it on? I don't know, but we, we watched it on a screen, so that's good. Um, yeah, so as Quinn said, we're watching The Sixth Sense. Watched. Watched. What did I say? Watch. You said watching. Oh, we watched. Yeah. And I, I, I love this movie. Um, and we'll talk about all of it and why you should watch it. Um, first of all, there's a lot of spoilers. We basically talk about the whole movie, but I, I found this movie fascinating. So, yeah. Why? Well, should we give give a quick summary? Yeah, sure. Okay, here, you start. Okay, so uh, Dr. Malcolm Crowe, he's the main character. He's played by Bruce Willis. He is a child psychiatrist in Philadelphia, and he he's a very good child psychiatrist. And so the very first scene in the movie... It's him and his wife sitting down in their living room, uh, celebrating uh, the mayor awarding uh, him a, a plaque of you know excellence. Like you're you're a very good child psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Congratulations! And uh, so they they go upstairs to you know have some fun to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when they get there, they see a broken window in their room. And in the bathroom is a very odd-looking dude uh, standing in his underwear. Uh, like, very, very strange. And we're not really sure who it is or why he's there. Uh, but over the course of some dialogue between them, we find out that this random dude in their bathroom is one of Dr. Malcolm's old patients. Uh, so he, he, he was a kid when Dr. Malcolm worked with him. He's now, you know in his late 20s or something and he is he he's a total wreck he's like scared he's like Wee! and so then this this guy is is you know he's upset with dr malcolm he he says like you didn't you didn't help me um you know you you think you did but you actually didn't and i've i've continued to live with the troubles um that i did when i was a kid and then he, his like iconic line that he says, um, which is, you know, important for the movie's plot is, do you know why you feel scared when you're alone? Um, we as the viewer were like, no. Um, we find that out later in the movie. And then he proceeds to shoot Dr. Malcolm yeah. in the stomach with a gun and then shoot himself. Um, thus ending act one. And it was a very amazing performance by Donnie Wahlberg. Um, I like him. He's in uh, a cop show I watch, and, you know, he's in a lot of the Saw films. But right off the bat, you're like, whoa, you're five minutes in, right? Like, four minutes ago, they were sitting by the fire talking about a plaque to getting shot. It, it jumps from zero to 100 in three minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the second scene starts off a year later six months i don't know yeah you whatever know, a rough, year six months yeah roughly that time and dr malcolm is you know alive 
yeah. or so we think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like he's carrying on with his normal business. He's going to meet a, a client, a, you know, a kid, um, and he's going to do his normal thing. He's going to try to help the kid. But his re- his relationship with his um, wife after we slowly start to learn is really distant and cold um probably because he got shot or at least that that's what i was thinking when it first started right Um, well i was thinking that it was just because he he ended up putting like so much more time into his work yeah after after this this random kid who said that like you didn't help me came in and did all this really extreme stuff if I was if I was Dr. Malcolm, I'd be like, okay, I gotta like amp up Step my mm-hmm. amp up my work here. I mean that that must after hearing that, I kind of thought maybe the movie was gonna be him like becoming a really depressed um, man because hearing that right, one of your past clients, and then having your past clients, you know, shoot you after you know him saying that failed you, I think that would destroy anyone. So it. it it was interesting to only see half a year yeah, later he was back to it. For sure. Yeah. So as as we go, we learn about this kid named Cole, right? Yeah. Um, the new client. How how old would you say Cole is? Cole is he's like he's like eight or nine. Eight or nine. Yeah. He mm-hmm. he he's in elementary school at this like nice private school, or it might be public, but they I think it's a public school. They dress in those. The weird uniforms. <laughs> they dress in uniforms, yeah. I've never been a fan of those. And that's probably why he's depressed actually, it's because he's <laughs> Yeah, it's uniforms. Being forced when to dress doubt. like a, a British person. Yeah, when in doubt. <laughs> if you're if you're ever sad and wearing a uniform, that's it right there. Yeah. And and Malcolm feels like it's his job to like rectify his failure with Vincent Gray, that's the naked or the dude in the underwear at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And basically help out Cole. He sees Cole as a younger version of Vincent Gray. Yeah, so which which they actually like are because yeah. they both suffer from the same problem. Yeah. which is do they do they actually explain it? Um, no, they don't. It it takes a while for Cole to admit what his problem is to Doctor Malcolm because he he's very shy, um, and he he doesn't really like you know judgment or attention. Uh, very quiet kid. Yeah, very quiet kid. And so it, it takes a lot of Dr. Malcolm like getting to know Cole before Cole tells him what his problem is. And uh, basically that problem is that he sees dead people. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's where the iconic line, like, I see dead people comes from, is from Cole saying that. And did you notice that when Cole told that to Dr. Malcolm... Uh, did you notice, like, how Dr. Malcolm was sitting and, like, his facial expression? I did not. Okay. Uh, well, it was it was very crucial to that scene because Dr. Malcolm was sitting by the edge of Cole's bed. And he was, he was kind of looking, like, off into space in the same way that when someone is telling you something that you think is total crap. And you, you just kind of, like, pretend to be listening. It's like that. So we know that Dr. Malcolm is like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, you see dead people. Yeah. But he does it respectfully and with dignity, but... And already right there, it's kind of going back into what happened with Vincent Gray. He's like, yeah, sure, okay. Right, it's going to be another, um, another. you know, you're, you're just delusional. There yeah. is no real problem. And 
and every conversation um, Malcolm, Dr. Malcolm has with Cole, I think is just brilliant, brilliantly written um, throughout the whole movie. How so? It's just just the character development we learned from Cole, um, right? To his mom, to um, um, to his mom, to his schoolmates, all the stress and just just the conversations. It, it felt really real. It, it felt like something uh, New York kid wearing a school uniform. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. You're right. Would would feel those those South Philly kids are just unmatched. Something else. And and the personal conversation, you know, one of the best things you can do as a director is make you care about the characters. The more you care, oh, yeah. you the more, yeah, or else you're a bad director. Exactly. Well, that's why some movies flop. Um, but I just think they did an exceptional job with that. Okay. What like like what about their their relationship between uh, doctor and patient? Did you did you like like? What did you think was, was well put together about that? Um, I kind of mentioned this in um, a little bit earlier, but there was a kind of game scene they did at the beginning, right? So Dr. Malcolm is sitting in a chair, um, you know, seeing like a therapist would. Yeah. And Cole walks in, and Cole doesn't want to go to therapy because he's 10 or whatever, right? No. And um, he basically says, okay, Cole, if I guess this right about your life, you need to take a step forward. If I get it wrong, you take a step back. If you take, you know, if you get to the door, then you can leave. Yeah. And they start, right? Goes really good, right? He's like, you know, you're... Yeah. Well, well, what's a what's a well, what's a thing he said? Basically, he he like reads the file on the kid. And yeah. He he's just kind of like, I'm sensing that you your dad left. You know. It, yeah. It's stuff like that. And, and he gets close to what one more step away. Yeah, yeah. And then he just starts missing, like his luck or just yeah. the, the file ran out. Right. <laughs> he has nothing else to read. Yeah. So he starts saying. Um, well, he didn't get like specific enough on that last one, and so. The True. kid's like, well, you know, yeah, he's actually this. And then he takes his head back. Yep. And then, like, right then you can see, like, in Dr. Malcolm's expression, he's like, I, I just messed up. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it was just downhill, just step after step after step back. Yeah. Which, you know, it seems like if you got that far, you probably could have said, like, you could have said, you know, your hair's blue. Or your, sorry, your eyes are blue. Or your hair's blonde. And then was sat down, you know. But... You know, he missed the next five questions and Cole walked away. Well, yeah, because Dr. Malcolm was trying to appear to Cole because Cole didn't entirely trust Dr. Malcolm's, like, ability to yep. to, to help him. And so uh, Dr. Malcolm was trying to prove to Cole that he, he you know, has the ability to kind of, like, un- like understand people. Did um, really well until... Well, he, he, he read the file. True. So, so he did well, air quotations, right, right. until he didn't do well. Yeah. <laughs> he did absolutely awful yeah, he, and he Cole walked it. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just think as a scene like that, um, it, it was original. It was cool. Um, even though it wasn't really major, I got really tense when Cole started oh, yeah. to walk back. I was like, uh-oh. Okay, what are you going to do, Dr. Malcolm? Are, are you going to, you know... Make him what go were you forward? thinking when, like, when when Cole was taking the step back? Like, what, what did you think would would result from that? Like, why were you nervous? Well, um, first of all, a, a lot of those scenes 
um, partly because of the music and just how it's done. Um, I felt like there's kind of a lot of tension between the kid. Like, you know, the kid's really trying to see if he can trust um, um, Dr. Malcolm. Uh-huh. And I, I just, after a step back, I almost thought um, he's going to take another step forward and sit down. So it just came as a big surprise um, that he kept stepping back. And in my mind, I was like, whoa, what's happening? Dr. Malcolm, do something, right? Because he, I already kind of gained, I already kind of thought Dr. Malcolm um, was super, super, super good, right? Where this would have just been a piece of cake, just another patient to make him sit down. Yeah. And when he messed up, I was like, oh, is, is he not as good as he appears? Or did I give too much um, faith into him? And that's that's probably what the kid was thinking. Um, yeah, so it kind of puts him at, at the like lowest possible... Therapy, yeah, like, like, you know, a therapist you find on Wish.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... So, f- from there, he's got a he's got a long way up to go. <laughs> he does, yeah. That was like you know falling off a mountain. Now you have to reclimb. I mean, he was so close, right? Yeah. Like tippy top, and then just lost his grip, and then all the way back down. Mm-hmm. And then it takes another forty five minutes to build that up again. Yeah, which is kind of like the metaphor for what happened at the beginning. You know, he was on the tippy top. Yep, yeah. mm-hmm. and then. He got the plaque, and then... Man's got shot. Blammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, the the big... The meat and potatoes of this movie is the ending, uh, which is one First of those... First of all, yeah. If, 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 you, if you are semi-interested, even if you're not, you should watch this movie. Yeah. I think I've already said that, but it, watch it before we spoil the ending because it's one of those that just jaw wide open yeah so stop listening to this go go watch it now and then when you're done come back and like you're 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 really blown away by it so i'll i'll spoil it sorry guys but the big the big secret of this movie is that dr malcolm is one of the dead people that yes explosions and remember, Cole, Cole can see these dead people because he has the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what Cole says about, this dead, about these dead people, he's seen them for a while. He says, they don't know they're dead. They, they go on with their daily lives as if they aren't dead. And they only see what they want to see. Which is exactly what Yeah, that's happens. exactly what Dr. Malcolm does throughout the whole movie. He, he never actually has a... A conversation or an interaction with anyone else in the in the whole movie other than Cole, and that's what I found so crazy. I I didn't realize it right. It's a big yeah. twist, and that's and looking back, I was like, wow, he had you know for whatever reason, and I think that's what the movie does such a good job. I thought they were having conversation, right? Right? Yeah. Like they, they I were picked talking. up on it because I knew the ending, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's and not I talking to the mom. And then looking back, you know, my mind was blown after after the movie ended. I, I probably sat there for like two or three minutes, like, well, didn't the mom see him? Didn't his wife see him? But no. Yeah. In all the scenes, um, they never had one conversation. Yeah. It, uh, during those scenes where, where it was just Dr. Malcolm and, and other people, like the, the mom of the kid or his wife, uh, I I, like, especially the wife one. He he goes to meet his wife at dinner at dinner because mm-hmm. it's their anniversary. But he, of course he's dead, so his wife is there alone. And they they have this interaction, and I knew, having known the ending, that the wife 
didn't didn't actually like know he was there. She couldn't see him or talk to him. Um, to me, it just looked like a cold, right, exactly. cold marriage. Uh, but there, there's still like little hints of like acknowledgement. Like his wife looks at him, mm-hmm. um, can't, like in a really like angry glare. It's like they can sense. She yeah. can almost sense. Yeah, him although, a little bit. Al- although she can't. And at that moment, I was, I was, I was cringing a little bit because I was like, they're, they're kind of ruining the, yeah. like the, the airtight seal of no one else but Cole can see her talk to this guy. And, and that's what I really liked. Um, oh, you liked that? Well, no, no. I liked the fact that he can only talk to Cole, and they oh, didn't. Yeah, they, yeah. they made their own rules, and they stuck with it. Um, one thing I would have liked to see is maybe Cole explaining it a little bit more, because in one scene we have dead Dr. Malcolm throw a rock at a window, but it goes into the into the world right into the real world and it actually shatters a window so i don't know they they didn't really ever explain that and that's something um, yeah that's probably just like one of those plot holes like they have to almost do. almost yeah. all movies have those plot holes because mm-hmm. there are certain things for the plot's sake that you just have to include and you can't always write your way out of it like yeah. shakespeare always had that problem yeah so it, that, that was that was my biggest probably complaint in the movie and for a movie your biggest complaint is a tiny plot hole is pretty is pretty great yeah um yeah Kuhn, what what was your favorite part part of the movie uh i'm not sure if i had a favorite part you know it, it, it wasn't exactly a um it wasn't really that kind of movie you know a movie like uh what's what's just some random movie um let's see a movie like The Godfather, where you can distinctly pick a scene and be like, "Oh, my favorite scene is the one where Michael Corleone like goes sicko mode on all the five families." Yeah. Um, but with with this movie, although th- you know there was very distinct like you know scenes, like you know scene one, scene two, uh, none of them really could be like, "Oh, that was my favorite scene." Yeah, for me personally, but probably his, 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 his like oh my God, I said it so many times. His realization uh, when he when he realizes that he's dead and he's got uh, there's like the voiceover of Cole's voice playing in his head and he's like, <gasps> I am not alive. And then Flash. Yeah, um, that I, that scene is like crazy. Mm. And well, I, his, 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 his circle is complete. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His circle is complete. Can you... So, um, another scene, which I still don't understand, is when Cole wakes up to the sick girl and... Um, oh, oh, yeah. And for whatever reason, he finds out who it is and they're not family related. And then we find out that... Oh, like when he goes to the funeral. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, can you ex- explain that for everyone listening and then... Um, also me, explain that to everyone included, yeah. because I thought that was really cool. I just don't know if I exactly understand it completely. Yeah, I, 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 I think Cole sees the, um, he, he like has an interaction with the girl, the, 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 the girl died. She was about Cole's age. And since Cole can see these dead people, he, he has a episode in the middle of the night where he's woken up by this dead girl, like chilling in his house and being all like, you know 
horror movie esque. Yeah. Um, but then this is this is a, you know about halfway through the movie where Cole is building trust with Doctor Malcolm and he's kind of listening to his advice and Doctor Malcolm has told him to like listen to the dead people like see what they want mm-hmm. um, and so Cole Cole doesn't you know run away and get all scared the way he he would usually do he basically faces his fear and he he talks to the the dead girl yeah um and she's like help me out or no she's like go to my funeral and at the funeral he goes into the room and he finds this sort of box this videotape yeah it's yeah it's it's the girl's room Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and apparently before um she used to videotape these little plays with finger puppets um she kept the recording going, and we find out that the mom poisoned her. Yeah. Which, which, seeing that, that is one of the most awful things ever. Yeah. Just, Actually, just, that was my favorite scene. I, I, that I, scene was, was really good. It, it was, for a horror movie at the same time, it is not like a I giant... I wouldn't call this a horror movie. This is like a drama, like... I would say I would say it has some horror elements. Oh yeah, but, but, yeah, but, for sure. But what makes it different from a horror movie is there isn't like an evil witch attacking the protagonist. Mm-hmm. It's and and having Cole find that and showing that. So he ends up he finds it, he shows it, and just um, I don't know the the trust between a mom and a daughter and the mom poisoning the daughter. I I was like wow. Mm-hmm. They 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 went there, and um, <laughs> right. It's like it's like it's just it's just nothing. I would never expect that going into the movie. Even like thirty minutes into the movie, I didn't think that would happen. Yeah. That um, and he, I think he saved the other sisters, the younger sister, because I bet she was probably also going to get poisoned. Yeah. Well, it's 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 like the medium for Cole's realization that this. That that the sixth sense is not uh, necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it is, but just not as. Well, he comes I'm, to terms with it. True, eventually. he does. Like, this yeah. is, he comes to terms with it. That's part of of his coming to terms of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I thought that scene was just. I I understood it after, but watching it, um, I think they probably could have made it a... Maybe um, I wasn't exactly paying attention. Um, I could have been paying attention to more, but... you were on your phone at that point in the movie. I might have been. That's a big... That's a big no-no. So, yeah. Maybe... I bet in the movie they explain it really well, but um, I I just thought that whole scene... Cole basically, you know, as you said, that's kind of his... um, He's not. He's not at the top yet, right? He he hasn't fully yeah. realized, but, but he's that climbing was, that mountain. He is, and that was a big. That was a big jump and a big, um, a big climb up. Yeah. So, and do you want to talk about uh, Doctor Malcolm's process to realizing that Cole is telling the truth about being able to see these dead people, and then his his own realization realization that he is one of these dead people. I can try. You can try. Okay. So we learn, um, actually, I don't know. So Dr. Malcolm ends up, um, how does he find out? He uses a um, recording, right? Oh, yeah. He, he finds those tapes of 
Vincent Gray, the, yep. the guy who shot him. And he, he listens to those session tapes. And he, he volume to the max. We're talking like your favorite your favorite song, you know, full volume, jamming out and we hear is it the dead people or just voices? Yeah, I it I, I think we couldn't like actually make out any words, but it sounded like they were the voices of the dead people and then we heard Vincent like crying. Yeah. And so he, he you know, on it full blast he realizes like you know, either someone was there or Vincent isn't lying. And so yeah. he, he realizes that Vincent wasn't lying. And I think he also has a tape of Cole, right? Um, or does he not? No. No, he doesn't. But but from that, he can realize the um, Vincent and Cole are saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. because before Dr. Malcolm... That's why he didn't end up helping Vincent Gray, is because he didn't he didn't actually believe. He Vincent. didn't believe. He was a non-believer. And now now he believes he was telling the truth, and so now he's actually able to help Cole uh, come to terms with his with his sense, which is another big jump. So it's it's yeah. like Cole and and that's another great thing. It's Cole and Doctor Malcolm start at these low points, each having to climb the mountain. And they both do. And the it's movie, like co-evolution. It is. But co-character development. <laughs> Cole. Cole. That was Cole. funny. Uh, that's pretty funny. But yeah, start, start, you know, seeing both characters doing that, I thought was uh, another big point. Especially they, they didn't make it overly obvious. Because yeah. to me, I still thought he was alive and well. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, um, another day yeah, for Dr. Malcolm. Another day. There's hardly any reason to think anything else. Exactly. And then when I'm, you know, talking about it with you now, I'm just... I am realizing that he he was dead and it's his character yeah. or his spirit growing. Um, the, it it, it means so much more knowing yeah. that he's dead. I if know. he's alive, it just means it's another business day. But knowing he's dead just like opens up your eyes I to. I envy I envy you so much because you you saw the movie yeah the, the whole right way for the first time and then I bet the like once you you figure out the big you know, reveal, and then you're, like, looking back at all the yep. things, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that must have been, like, the coolest thing. It was. I did not get that, yeah. and I'm very sad. It, I it, missed it, that. It was after just spending five minutes thinking about everything, and you're like, I understand why the director has done it the way he did. Because yeah. at the, you know, during it, there's some parts... Uh, where you, you might think it's, you know, I, I was thinking for part of it, why wouldn't Dr. Malcolm, like, take him maybe for a brain scan or something else, which they do in some horror movies, right? Have the patient, if he's seeing things, check if it's, you know, if he has a blood problem or something oh, like that. Or, yeah. you know, me- meeting with someone else, you know, things like that. And then now just er- the way everything plays out makes total sense. Yeah. And it's it's really, really well done. Um from the beginning to the end, I don't think there was a um, slow part. And then, should we talk about, like, the last scene with the play? Oh, yeah, sure. You want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, so, Cole, Cole has kind of completed his his journey of uh, of acceptance of his, you know, sense, and he's no longer the, like, shy, recluse kid that he started out as, and um, he he appears in his school play as the it's 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 like King Arthur, I think, is the play. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure. And but. so, of, of course, in King Arthur, that's the 
That's the the story where King Arthur comes and draws the sword from the stone, and uh, he uh, Cole plays that character, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean makes perfect sense for the you know movie's sake because he's now you know yeah it, it wouldn't make sense if he was right. like a shepherd. Well, yeah, exactly. If you know. <laughs> It would be pretty funny if, after all that, he was like a rock or something. Yeah, a rock. Um, it makes sense in the movie, and in, in, in real life, like that's an actual school going to. And there's scenes earlier where he yells as teacher and stuff, so it, it doesn't yeah. really make sense that he would get the main role. But having the main role um, is is pretty pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It it, it just shows that Cole is. He, he's different now as a result of Dr. Malcolm. And you feel great at the end of the movie. Like, you do. Like, right right before the last scene, it's it's like you're all happy because both Dr. Malcolm and uh, Cole, well, not quite Dr. Malcolm, but in the immediate well, well, sense we, we of helping Well, we still don't know Cole. that Dr. Malcolm is 100% dead yet Well, by yeah. the time of the play. Yeah, so, we haven't realized that. And, and he's sitting there in the audience proud. I was proud. Yeah. I was like, okay, credits right and then we find out he's dead and my my you know my happiness level just like not not happiness but just just everything i was thinking Uh went out the door and 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 that's why um when when i was watching it i was like okay this is a very this is a good movie yeah but it, it isn't great but but that twist at the end just bumped it up from a maybe seven to a nine yeah there are there are a lot of movies like that most notably the usual suspects is like that it's it's exactly how you describe it's 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 a good movie though i haven't seen the usual suspects so good i watched that i i (laughs) that might be another one we have to review when that ending hit i was like oh don't don't spoil it i want to have that same sort of yeah yeah and okay so we got about wrap it up here so what would you uh Score the sixth sense out of well, uh, out of uh, sixty-four. Out of sixty-four, I would give it fifty-nine dead zombies. Okay. How many? Um, how many plaques out of thirty-four would you give it? I I give it like I give it like. 28 plaques. 28 plaques. 34. So you heard it from both of us. That's yeah. around two A's. Yeah, I mean, it's an A minus movie, I think. I would I, I would say it's a A movie, yet yeah. <laughs> I, I think for me, um, I can be pleased by movies more, but it has an 8.1, 86. Metric has a 64, but no one likes metric anyway. So No, no one likes metric. <laughs> yeah, so it has an 86, so that... Um, it's definitely a movie to watch if if yeah. if you like movies. It's I know now we spoiled it, but hopefully you watched it before. Now you're listening to the end of the episode. Yeah, I guess they um, could have improved on uh, sort like j- just explaining things a little bit better. They, they could have, and, and that's kind of what I said. It yeah. would have been nice, but I think at the same time, if they did, it maybe would have taken away from because because it's like the ending is almost abrupt. It's like he's yeah. complete whoosh that's it and if they explain it i think it might have taken away from the specialty or the 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 wow factor would have taken away from the wow factor so yeah well maybe what i mean by that is 
going a little bit more in depth into Cole's yes. circumstance. Yeah. Because we, we, we really don't, even by the end of the movie, we, we still aren't really sure like what? why Cole seeing these dead people is causing him so much trouble. Yeah. Because, like, okay, yeah, it, it'd be scary, but Cole's, like, messed up. He, he's, like, writing stuff about killing, and he's, like, a really, yeah. like, you know, weird kid. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm kid. not really sure why that would... Yeah, and, and, you know, I kind of brought up how we see basically the only kind of laws, per se, is that Cole can see dead people, no one else can see dead people, but it, it almost would have been, I, I know they making a why probably wouldn't have been possible, because that probably would have just ruined it, but kind of as yeah. you were saying, it would have been nice if we if we knew a little bit more about Cole. Almost like, maybe they switched the point of view to Cole. I know they kind of do that with scenes with Cole, but maybe we, you know, why, as you said, why is he writing this? Why is he doing this? Because we know he gets tormented, but do the ghosts torment him enough to write things about, you know, naughty pictures? Right. We don't know. Yeah. But... Overall, um, an excellent movie. I, I forget who brought it up. We, um, I saw it with Quinn and Matthew um, and two other uh, good friends. I, I paid five bucks to watch five, it. I think that was a worth it five dollars. Yeah. You know, I, I would have done it for, you know, two fifty, but five dollars. <laughs> hey, you know, you, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta sacrifice a little bit extra money for a, um, yeah. a little extra good movie. Man, things are just expensive now. They are. It's five bucks. That's, ridi- that, that's ridiculous. Maybe we can talk to the um, radio studio and getting <laughs> reimbursed yeah, yeah. on it. Next week we talk to the U.S. Uh, Department of Money. We do. About we're gonna ask. We're going to ask if they can just print us $5. Hey, maybe 10 Maybe you get $5 for yeah, movies. Yeah, go at 15 Why not? Oh, actually, I have Biden on my phone. Right. Should I call him up right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got Biden? Yeah, mm-hmm. give him a call. All right. Uh, unfortunately, we can't call Biden on the air, so we'll have to end this episode of Behind the Screen here. But thank you for listening. Go watch The Sixth Sense. Absolute bop. Great. Um, yeah. Amazing. Go go watch other Bruce Willis movies because he's 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 also dope. He, he bop. He's also dope. Papa Bruce. All right. Thanks for listening to Behind the Screen. My name is Quinn Haba. and I'm Andrew. We'll see you next week. Bye.